1: Here's the promises of God for everyone who want to stand firm and claim the victory and take the authority of Jesus.
0: Dr. Michael Yusuf.
1: In 1 John 4, 4, he promised, the one who's in you is greater than the one who's in the world. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, he promised, no temptation has seized you except what is common to men, And God is faithful and He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will provide a way out so that you can stand up under it.
0: Thanks for joining pastor and author Dr. Michael Yusuf for Leading the Way. Today, the moment Jesus faced off with Satan after a time of prayer and fasting. Words that will give you courage to take authority during the seasons of battle in your life. If you're unable to stay until the end of this episode, every one of Dr. Yusuf's messages are available at ltw.org, as well as on the app or by subscribing to the podcast, more later. But right now, here's Dr. Yusuf to begin this Leading the Way audio. I met
1: with a high school student who was down and discouraged. I mean, he's got to be really down and discouraged to want to see me. <laughs> First, I I couldn't ascertain the reason why he was so down. And I kept asking questions and quizzing him and tried to do my best with a quiet young man. And I finally got to the bottom of it after a great deal of trying. And the bottom line was this. His parents were pressing him to play a certain sport in which he did not excel at. The parents want their son to be popular, and in their mind, this is the way for him to get the popularity they want for him. They thought if he excels in this particular sport, will accomplish their goal for him. I must confess to you, that was really an eye-opener for me back then, as a father of young children. You see, the need for popularity really emanates not from the children, but from adults, in fact, parents communicate that message in some subtle and not so many subtle ways. And they ultimately, they transfer those desires for popularity to the younger generation. I think you have to agree that this, our culture is fixated, is infatuated by popularity. Some people do all kinds of crazy things to get what the media calls 15 minutes of fame. But the drive for popularity has now invaded our politics and our political life. Many political leaders lead not out of conviction, but out of opinion polls. Relationships are not built on commitments anymore, but on convenience. Friendships are no longer built on genuine caring, but networking. And that is why it's not by accident that the second temptation that Satan tempts Jesus with in the wilderness has to do with popularity. We saw in that first temptation how our Lord took authority over Satan, and He defeated him when He tempted him with pleasure. And when Satan tempted Him to place His desire above the Father's will, He took authority over Him, just as He tempts every one of us every single day To get things our way, not His way. To please ourselves, not God. To take shortcuts to get to where we want to go. To circumvent the Word of God and the will of the Father. And Jesus took authority over Satan by trusting in the Word of God, and so must we. Having failed miserably to induce Jesus to use His divine power to serve His own self-interest and thus acting against the father, he gives it a second shot. Don't ever think that once you have victory over Satan that this is over. He will come back again and again and again. And so he gives it a second shot. Satan, that conniving, miserable creature. This time he tries to get the son to put the father's love to the test. Satan tempted Jesus like he tempts every one of us, and uh, yours truly included. He is constantly tempting us. Tempting us to do what? He is constantly tempting us to exchange the approval of God for the approval of people, to exchange the applause of heaven for the applause of men, to exchange the supernatural for the sensational. Now I want you to turn with me to the Scripture. Scripture. Matthew 4, we're going to look at verses 5 to 7. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, "It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test." What is this temptation all about? Satan is trying to get God the Son to force the hand of God the Father, force his hand. Force his hand to do what? Force his hand to put the Father to the test by the Son, which immediately would have meant that Jesus is doubting and distrusting the Father's love. In the first temptation, he failed to get Jesus to distrust the Father's timing. Now he pushes the envelope. He is not only trying to get Jesus to express distrust to his Father's love, but Satan gets spiritual on Jesus. Listen, he gets very spiritual. He quotes the Scripture. Be very careful when people twist the Scripture, when people take the Scripture out of context for evil purposes, and that's what he's doing here. He takes that text out of its context, and he twists it in order to suit his purpose, to entice Jesus. What is Satan doing? He's quoting Psalm 91, verses 11 and 12. It begins, but he who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And the verse immediately prior to the one that Satan quoted, verse 9 of Psalm 91, he said, if you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord, who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. You see? See how the devil twists the scripture. This psalm says nothing about jumping from a 450-foot pinnacle of the temple. Nothing. It says that those who trust in the Lord, those who put their confidence in the Lord, not those who doubt Him, not those who distrust Him, not those who are always trying to test His love. Not that those who are really not sure. No, no, no. I said those who trust Him. <laughs> They're the ones who are protected, no matter what happened. But Satan deceptively says to Jesus, if you really, really, really meant what you said to me earlier of trusting in your Father's Word, if you really, really, really meant that you feed upon every word that comes out of the mouth of God, then prove it. <laughs> That's what he's doing. The miserable creature. Don't underestimate the wickedness of the evil one. So many Christians are falling for these temptations day after day, and they're literally living in defeat. When God wants you to take authority over Satan, He wants you to take authority over temptation. He wants you to be victorious in Jesus' name. You see, if He cannot stop you from going to prayer meeting, He'll join you. (laughs) He will come and say, how long have you been praying for this thing? Why didn't God answer you? Do you still believe that God can do these things, that God can answer prayer? Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not against prayer, but give up already. God may have answered prayers of people in the past, as you read in the Bible, but He doesn't do that now. Or if you are making an effort to bring some non-believer to church with you, He will come to you and He will say, you know, this is really a noble thing you want to do. Oh, but you really, do you really want your unbelieving friends to know that you go to a rambunctious church like this? (laughs) Just think of the craftiness of the devil and what he really is saying. Here's what he's saying He said, if you don't want to use your divine power for personal pleasure, to help yourself, then let the Father use His divine power to help you. (laughs) You should have enough confidence in your Father to presume on Him. Have you ever presumed on God? I have. And it is terrible. You see, when you don't take your medicine, you're presuming on God. When you don't make plans for your family and provision for your family, you're presuming on God. Those who jump into matters and major decisions without praying and spending time with God and listening to godly counsel, they presume on God. Those who deliberately go and marry non-believer and be unequally yoked, they are presuming on God. Presuming on God, testing God, distrusting in the promises of God, all of that place us in a superior position to God. It really does. Did you know that? I want to explain it to you. Does the teacher administer a test on the student or does the student administer a test on the teacher? Imagine a student walk into class tomorrow and, and they'll say, Teacher, I'm going to administer a test on you. Well, next to being kicked out of the class, he is placing himself or herself in a superior position to the teacher. I'm trying to get you to see it. Can I get a witness? I'm going to ask you some questions, and I want you to answer loudly. It doesn't matter. Had Jesus jumped and became popular with the crowd, how long would that popularity have lasted? You got it. Let me ask you a question, and please feel free to answer me. Would that popularity have redeemed us? would that popularity have convicted us of sin? Would that popularity have humbled us before God? Would that popularity have assured us of our salvation and the forgiveness of our sins and eternal life in heaven? But would that popularity have created temporary sensation? Absolutely. But remember this, sensationalism is always short-lived. Sensationalism does not last. Sensationalism is only temporary. But above all, sensationalism does not save people from the judgment of God that is coming on the world. Oh, it may have entertained the crowd, (laughs) but not saved them. Had Jesus fallen for the temptation of Satan and got his 15 minutes of fame, the whole plan of salvation where you and I sitting here today would have been foiled. How did Jesus take authority over Satan and temptation? Because that's really the theme in which we're focusing on. How did he do it and how can we learn from him to take authority over Satan and temptation and all of the fiery darts that he fires at us, and all the harassing demons that harass us. How did Jesus take authority? How did he become a victor and not a victim? Listen and learn so that you and I can win the victory. Listen and learn so that we can take authority over the harassing demons. You know, I don't do this very often, but I know you will forgive me, okay? Guys, every now and again... The Lord just lays something on my heart for the men, okay? So, ladies, you can eavesdrop, but I'm just speaking to the men, okay? Just for a few minutes. Many men, when it comes to their business, they are aggressive. They are disciplined in their business. They are all serious. To some men, when it comes to their favorite sport, oh my goodness, they are aggressive. They are disciplined. Uh, They don't miss a game. I mean, even if they're out of range, they're constantly calling, what's the score, what's the score? But when it comes to spiritual warfare, when it comes to taking authority over the evil one on behalf of your family, when it comes to standing in the gap on behalf of your family, there are many men who leave that to their wives. Many men let their wives do all the praying. Let the wives do all of the spiritual leading. Let the wives do all of the interceding. Let the wives do all of the spiritual warring. They let their wives do all the spiritual resisting of the devil. And that is why men need to learn from Jesus how to take authority and defeat the evil one, not only on your behalf, but on behalf of your family. Learn how to stand toe-to-toe against Satan and his attacks upon us and upon our families. Like Jesus, we need to stir him down and defeat him in Jesus' name. We need to learn how to have victory in Jesus' name. When it comes to stirring Satan down, Jesus did not let his mother do it for him. He did not let the disciples do it for him. He personally took authority and defeated that miserable foe. And the blessing is that you and I do not do it in our own strength, we do not do it in our own flesh, but we do it in the power of Jesus, and in the power of the Word of Jesus, the victory and His authority that He's given to us. Amen. That can only come from the power of the Word of God, and beloved, listen to me. <laughs> I do not know any other way to learn how to take authority over Satan using the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, without the discipline of obedience, without time and learning and spending time with the Word of God, without willingness to walk in the Spirit. It takes time to learn how to use the sword of the Spirit. God wants to equip you for the battle. God gave us the armor for the spiritual warfare. God wants us to take ownership of the battle. God gave us authority over demons. God gave us the power to resist temptation. God wants us to be victorious in Jesus' name. Now, here's biblical truth. The blessing of victory... When you stand toe-to-toe on behalf of your family, when you take authority over Satan on behalf of your family, and when you receive the victory from Jesus' hand, that blessing is not only yours, it's going to bless everybody around you. Jesus did not only personally take authority over Satan, but he confidently took authority over Satan. Listen, whether we face the temptation directly from the devil or through one of his dopes. Satan's dopes are those who I call themselves friends, but forever trying to entice you to get away from the Lord. It's the one who tells you, come on, just one joint is not going to hurt anybody. Just one look will not hurt anybody. Just one drink will not hurt anybody. These are Satan's dopes, and you need to run away from them. But here's the promises of God for you. Here's the promises of God for everyone who wants to stand firm. Everyone who wants to stand firm and claim the victory and take the authority of Jesus. In Isaiah 54, 17, He promised, no weapon forged against you will prevail. In 1 John 4:4, He promised, the one who's in you is greater than the one who's in the world. In 1 Corinthians 15, 57, He promised, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians 2.14 he promised but thanks be to God who always, 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 always leads us in a triumphal procession in Christ Jesus. In 1 Corinthians 10.13 he promised no temptation has seized you except what is common to men and God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted he will provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Amen. It's the promise of God. God promised victory, but you and I have to take authority. We have to claim the authority to win the skirmish. He won the battle, He won the war, but you and I must win the skirmishes. Look again how Jesus resisted. Because this is how we learn. He said, Satan, you shall not tempt or test the same word, the Lord your God. You know where those words are? They're in the book of Deuteronomy. But I'm gonna give you the background to those words because you will understand the context. You see, when the people of Israel came out of the slavery of Egypt, and they saw with their own eyes one miracle after another, one deliverance after another, one victory after another. I mean, they saw the Red Sea parting. They saw all of that stuff. And you know what? The moment they ran into the slightest problems, they said, where is God? And Moses finally had enough. And so in Deuteronomy 6, 16, he gives him a warning. He gives him a warning. Do not test the Lord your God as you did at Massah. These are very, very stern words. It's the final warning. Stop moaning. Stop complaining. Take authority. You and I Attempted every day to do that which is popular. You and I attempted every day to compromise our convictions. You and I attempted every day to presume on God's grace. To try to force His hand. You and I attempted every day to fulfill our own ambitions. Every time we fall in that temptation, we are putting God to the test. We are forcing God's hand to deliver us. But when we are willing to risk everything, prestige, money, and even life itself in obedience to the Word of God, we can be confident of His divine power, His divine authority to give us victory every time, every time. Can you say it with me? Every time. Thanks
0: for listening to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Hey, learn about the app or listen online and connect further with Dr. Youssef and the team at ltw.org. When you're there, make it a point to sign up for a free trial subscription to My Journal. It's a monthly magazine that will encourage you to live a spirit filled life of impact in the troubled world in which we live. Many tell us how they keep a copy of My Journal in their work bag. So when break time comes, they can dig a little deeper into topics like Christian living, current cultural challenges, Bible, theology, and so much more. Others look through it at dinner with the family, using it to spark conversations about spiritual life. Start a free trial subscription to my journal when you call 1300 133 589 or even easier at ltw.org. Another resource is My Devotional, a daily email with biblical thoughts from Dr. Yusuf as he reflects on a few key verses in the Bible each day. And we recently added the My Devotional audio podcast to our library of content. It too is called My Devotional. Sign up for the monthly My Journal and My Devotional email or podcast when you visit the Leading the Way website at ltw.org ltw.org Visit ltw.org today to grow in your relationship with Christ
1: God is the one who always reaching out to us God is the one who always wants to bless us God is the one who always trying to pursue us
0: Strengthen your faith as you watch, listen to and read sound biblical teaching from Dr. Michael Yusuf. New programs and articles are posted daily Receive encouragement as you hear miraculous stories of God moving here at home and around the world through Vision 2025, a strategic ministry expansion plan to reach as many people as possible for Christ by 2025. Take a quick break and receive spiritual refreshment as you read one of Dr. Yusuf's daily e-devotionals. Everything on ltw.org can be easily shared through email or your favorite social media platform making it easier than ever to tell others about Christ. Visit ltw.org today. Be encouraged and join our global gospel movement. And so our time together is at an end for today. Do join listeners around the world next time. This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Connect further via television, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and all of the social media networks. Learn more at ltw.org Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au